Cousin Jared, we are back for another week of college football. How you feeling heading into week eight? Well, I mean, you can see here the games that we're going to talk about this week, but I would say you could go to the next graphic mm. and that'll tell you uh, how I'm feeling after mm. <laughs> after these past couple of weeks of college mm. football. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you're with us on uh, an audio only platform, you are missing the beautiful slides that I handcraft mm. each and every mm. show uh, mm. showing two weeks ago, a grade sides, 15 and nine, 21% ROI last week, a grade sides, 10 and six, 24% ROI. Um, it's been good. Uh, yeah. I, I told, I told you, you and I talk a lot <clears throat> as I'm like making tweaks to the model. I made a couple slightly bigger changes, kind of working through the, the kinks here of a, of the player-based model. You're one of running it player-based and uh, I think we're there. Uh, yeah. And yeah. and I told and I told you a couple weeks ago I was really pleased with where it was, uh, and sure enough, that's exactly what's happened. So it's always fun when the results uh, align with what you think's happening, and it's not just college football. The player based NFL model uh, is doing even better. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, if you're not with us on the NFL show, Jake's picking out a lot of B grade and C grade winners, and the A grade. NFL sides are doing just as uh, doing better. Actually, the A grade NFL sides uh, for the season twenty and twelve after tonight with a thirty one percent ROI on the season. I mean, mm. it's just like football is like football's fun this year. That's for sure. It is. It is definitely totals. We introduced five totals of the day over on TikTok and Instagram last week, and I tweet those out as well. And I drop a link for our Dub Clubbers. Make sure everybody sees that. Uh, if you're not with us on there, those went three and two. It was a good, good uh, showing by you, cousin Jared. Three and two every week. We will take that uh, overall on the show and on the totals today. We are just above that threshold of fifty-two point four percent. But uh, cousin Jared, I know you've been spending countless hours uh, making sure that totals continue yeah. to look more like that three and two last week. I know that you've been yeah. putting in the work. Yep, yep, def definitely have you. Uh, you know, as you said before, not everybody can have their specialty be their name, uh, but I do have a thing for totals, and so have been putting in a lot of time trying to make sure that we've got that as good as we can for our. We our made the joke that you know my my last name is Sides, and it's funny the model that I build the sides mm -hmm. are the best thing about it, so yeah. it works out really well. I've yeah. been trying to, to to get you to change your name to, to Totals so you can be cousin Totals. Yeah. Um, maybe. Maybe, maybe later. Yeah. Uh, we got, again, a great show here. And again, remember, the first four are free for everybody on YouTube. You got to be with us on Dub Club for those last four. You got to be with us on Dub Club also to get all those A-grade sides. That's the place to be to get them. The sign-up link is in the show description. Don't miss out on that and all the extra great content that we have over there for you but without any further ado we'll start off we got an early game here for us tuesday western kentucky and jacksonville state jacksonville state here trying to play spoiler now back to back weeks couldn't get it done against liberty they'll try to get it done against western kentucky it appears almost certain unless i'm completely forgetting something it'll be western kentucky and liberty in the conference usa conference championship um and those are the two best teams by far jacksonville state you know probably the third best team in the conference unless i'm forgetting somebody um mm -hmm. Again, couldn't get it done against Liberty. Now they'll play West Kentucky, the other really tough team. Then they'll go back to playing weaker teams. A great year one for Jacksonville State. Um, hard to see Western Kentucky losing this game. And Cousin Jared, I know you like that as well. So before mm -hmm. we get to the total, I just want to mention to people, we kind of think West Kentucky's going to win. We kind of like Moneyland price a little bit steep. But if you like parlays, if you're with us over on Dub Club, you can ask, access the Discord. 
Shoot us a message over on Discord. I got a, I got a thing you might could parlay with it for your Tuesday if you, if you, if you like it, the little two team moneyland parlay. If that's your thing, uh, Discord's a place to be because you're. I know you kind of like that West Kentucky minus two seventy five. Yeah, uh, it's not the main pick, but I know you kind of like this. So I'll give you, I'll give you one sentence on that if you want it. Western Kentucky is rated number sixty three by sideline, and Jacksonville State is rated number one eleven. Yeah, that's a pretty big discrepancy. Uh, what we are going to talk about is the total. Jacksonville State's been playing fast. West Kentucky's been playing fast. Neither team has a great defense. West Kentucky's got a really good offense. I mm-hmm. uh, don't know why this number sitting at 60. Model says 67.3. Yep. Uh, that feels like you got a lot of key numbers in the 60s, and any of them are a winner for us. So, because uh, of Jerry, take it away. Yeah, so what you're, the information that you're seeing here, if you're with us on, on YouTube, is that Jacksonville State, uh, their offense is slightly below average, but that is not for lack of trying uh, because their pace is extremely high. And so I would say uh, don't be dissuaded by a team that has a below average offensive rating and below average efficiency uh, because their pace rating is a 118, which is well, well, well above average, uh, one of the faster teams in the country. So uh, they may not be scoring a whole lot, but they are doing their damnedest to to get in as many plays, which is going to increase the number of points that Western Kentucky is going to score. And so, you know, this game feels a lot like a – 38 to 31 or something like that. I think this game gets easily into the, to the sixties. Um, this is one of the games I talk about a, a lot of the time where at a number like 60, you could go six, seven, eight, nine minutes without a score. And these two teams play fast enough where you could still go over a number like this. So um, for me, this is a lot about obviously what we've seen from Western Kentucky over the years, but just the pace at which Jacksonville state plays. Uh, it's going to be hard to keep this one to, turn this one into a lower scoring game uh, with the pace that they run. And it's not like uh, Rich Rodriguez has really ever changed what he's done. Mm-hmm. West Virginia, Arizona, even who's the offensive coordinator at Louisiana Monroe, uh, they were fast. Now at Louisiana Monroe, they didn't score points, uh, but they still played really, really fast. So you kind of know exactly what you're going to get from this Jacksonville state offense. In my opinion. Uh, heard an interesting story about that. And I don't know if our viewers, if you know about this, Rich Rodriguez was why he started doing the kind of hurry up all game long was he thought to himself self uh what is the the hardest thing to try to stop as a head coach and he said it's a two-minute drill he hated trying to stop the two-minute drill it was almost impossible so he said you know what maybe if we just do that the whole game other teams have a hard time with it it's almost Mm -hmm. like in college basketball when you run the full court press it's like the downside to it is you gotta have the 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 athletes to and the 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 stamina and the deep and the depth in the bench, that sort of thing. But if you could do it all game, it's a nightmare for teams to defend to guard the whole yep. court rather than just part of it. Um, yep. Of note, Jacksonville state has two quarterbacks that are both injured. Mm. I feel like one of them probably plays. Uh, both of them have played all year. Both of them have been very serviceable. Neither one's been great. As you can see by that offense, that offense isn't great, but neither one's been terrible. They've both been okay. They both kind of half got the job done, which is all you could expect from a situation like this. If neither one of them go, I don't know who their third guy is, but Considering the backup was just as good as the starter, it feels like a plug and play. They aren't, yep. you know, maybe it falls off. I don't know. And that's the tough part is it's hard to get injury updates on, you know, a school that just moved up to FBS. We might know something on Tuesday, something to keep an eye on. But if they have quarterback issues, because that's where we go back to playing Western Kentucky is a little bit of a hedge on that. We kind of lean that yep. direction as well, because if this game doesn't go over, I have to assume it's because Jacks will say this if a quarterback, they don't score mm-hmm. Western Kentucky wins easily probably covers another way to look at it if you're concerned about the jacksville state quarterback situation we don't do any team totals officially here but that's another way to look western kentucky team total over 
it would probably be about 37 and a half. I'd have to guess. I feel like they can get to 38 or more uh, with the pace of these teams. And uh, again, West Kentucky, pretty good offense, especially for a group of five yep. school. Jacksonville State, not a great defense. So a yep. lot of points to be scored there, uh, we think, on Tuesday night, which will fast forward us to Friday and SMU at Temple. Cousin Jared, SMU, the perception is they are very fast. They are all offense. They are no defense. We've kind of been riding the train that that's not really the case this year. Mm-hmm. And if you see the metrics on screen, it kind of bears that out. Temple is just pretty pathetic overall. Model projects 51.4 points. The books are hanging at 55 and a half. We're getting a key number mm-hmm. under mm-hmm. Uh, right here. I, I'm, I'm surprised. I, I feel like this should have been set somewhere between 52 and a half or 54 and a half, which would have been kind of a dead zone. That would have made sense to me. Maybe by Friday it gets there. Uh, but this SMU defense is is the SMU offense is good, but the SMU defense is good. They play fast, but they don't play reckless fast. Temple just doesn't really score. And yeah. I don't really see them scoring against a decent, uh, a good, dare I say, SMU defense. Yeah. Uh, weird to say based off what we've seen at SMU, but this defense is good, right? Yeah. So zero, absolutely zero of the SBS, FBS football games that SMU has scored this season has gone over 55 and a half. Wow. And that includes games wow. against Louisiana Oklahoma. Tech. Yeah, that includes Oklahoma. That includes TCU. That includes a game against the Louisiana Tech team that likes to play mm-hmm. play fast. Um, and also can't stop people. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. on In, in road games, uh, the scores have been 40, totals have been 41. Uh, 39 and 51. Yeah. I, I just don't know what to say. And let me add a Louisiana, a Louisiana tech team, drill is full circle. A Louisiana tech team that played a game with Western Kentucky. Who we just talked about going over who played a game against Western Kentucky that landed at 63. So again, Louisiana tech can, <laughs> kind of tie in full circle here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I don't know what's going on here. Uh, like, Maybe the books know something very, very, very specific about this matchup that we don't know, but there is nothing that you can glean from what these two teams have done this season that says it should go over 55 and a half. Can't believe it's 55 and a half. Can't believe it would have been 55. If you would have sold me 54 and a half, I would have said, okay, but this, this makes no sense. Temple scored 14 points last week against a North Texas team that wants to play yeah. a game in the hundreds and they yes. only got to 14. I, yeah. If they only got, and I, and I'm, I'm higher on UNT yep. more so than uh, the market is. I think they're improving week by week. Um, we'll actually talk about UNT on the, on the after show, the extended cut, but UNT wants to get a lot of points. on Temple only got 14. Yep. Weird things can happen in sports, right? So it's just a reminder here, mid show for us, right? There are no locks in betting. None of these picks are guaranteed to win. There is no such thing. Anybody telling you that's full of malarkey, right? Um, You never really know turnovers, muffed punts. I mean, think about, Cousin Jared, I don't know if you saw the London game in the NFL. If you had first half under 20 and a half, you lost that because Mm. of a punt with 10 seconds to go was muffed. And so they kicked the field goal off of a muffed punt, right? Weird things happen in sports, but it's hard to see Temple doing anything on SMU, which makes it like SMU is going to have to put up 50 for this to yep. get over. And not to say they couldn't on Temple if they wanted to, but like you said, there's nothing that illustrate that, that seems to suggest that would, yeah. that, that would happen. Even North Texas wanted to get as many points as possible, only put up 45. Yep. Um, so yeah, it just, it, it seems really unlikely to go over. So we really like yep. this under, and especially knowing how key 55 is, the fact that we get the win on 55. 
uh, just makes it even better. Yep. Yeah. Moving on to big nude Saturday, Penn State and Ohio State. Um, I really debated hard whether I should put this in the main show or the after show. I really, I really did not know where to put it. Um, I feel like everyone's talking about this game. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Um, like yeah. I said, I could have gone either way. Here it is. Yeah. You know why I chose what I did? I honestly just thought, you know what? It's easier if I just do them in time order. So the first four games, the first four that are happening, and then the mm. four after the next four. So it just made it easier. So that's how I decided because I really didn't know. Um, uh, drop a comment in the in the in the if you if you like that we covered this or didn't in the comments, and that way we can take a, a rough poll. Um, okay. But you got to make a comment because if there's like two people that say it, you know, we might get a, a, a bias sample. So drop a comment if you if you like that we covered this here, or if you would have rather us covered like uh, you know the the whatever uh, North Texas Tulane game here. A, a, mount, a Mountain West game. A Mountain West game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, both these teams are really good. Uh, Ohio State last year had an incredible offense led by CJ Stroud, who's doing incredible things for the Texans, mm -hmm. a team we've been backing pretty hard here in the NFL to some nice little profits. Um, offense taking a step back this year. Defense looks a lot better than last year. The defense was a massive question mark last year. Both these teams are good. I've got Penn State as the better team on the road. Model says they win 45% of the time. Plus 150 makes for a pretty good option here. B grade value, according to the model, cousin Jared. I've mentioned this before, but in case people forget, you know, I give you and Jake free reign to pick what you want. Like I take care of the A grade. That's my end of the bargain. And and y'all take care of the rest. Mm -hmm. um, so you had a lot of options and, you know, I think you picked out about 12 or 13. Yep. Uh, we're going to cover eight today. We're going to cover a few more throughout the week. So we're going to try to get all those picks in uh, that your, your favorite, you know, 12, 13 picks. Uh, why did this one, of all the things you could pick, why, why did this one make the cut? Yeah. So number one, I would say is that ever so slightly, you have Penn State as the better team. I mean, for the most part, these teams are identical. But by yeah. by what you've been able to, to put together here, Penn State is a, a hair better than Ohio State. The other thing that I look at is the quarterback play. And Drew Aller, you have rated quite a bit higher, at least yeah. as expected points to add, um, than what we have from, from Kyle McCord. That was probably a, a big selling point for me. Um, and then the other thing is, is that – you know, I don't know statistics. I don't have multiple degrees in it, but it to just eyeing it plus 150 seems steep. I know they're on the road, but plus 150 seems steep for a team that is ever so slightly better and has a better quarterback. That's that's basically all I can come down to. And it seemingly this game is, you know, crazy every mm -hmm. year. Uh, I, I know for a fact Ohio State fans would tell you. Ohio State finds a way to do the dumbest things every year when they're playing uh, Penn State. So we just need like one or two of those dumb things to go right. And I think Penn State easily wins this one. I'm just kidding. I don't think they easily win this one. But if Ohio State makes a few boneheaded plays, uh, Penn State is definitely a team that can capitalize on those and kind of make them pay. So uh, it just comes down to I think plus 150 is too steep for a slightly better team with a better quarterback, in my opinion. And I think as someone with multiple advanced degrees in statistics, <laughs> I think you nailed it, right? Then that's why the model gives it B grade value. It is a little high. It's not yeah. A grade value. A grade value would be insanely high, right? And it's not that, but but it is. It is a little high. I, I think we're getting some pretty good value here. This is much closer to a coin toss than plus 150 would imply. Plus 150, uh, you know, as we all know, the break-even point is 40%. And so um, that implies that Ohio State should be, you know, is, is the better team uh, mm -hmm. here and gets the home field advantage. And I'm not sure that's the case. 
Um, this Penn State defense is legit. You talked about the quarterbacks. Drew Aller, I have ranked ninth of all starting FBS quarterbacks. Kyle McCord, I have 29th. So it's not that I think McCord's bad. Um, it's just relative to like power five, you know, top programs. McCord just really falls behind a lot of the really good quarterbacks out there. He's very okay. Um, he's very solid. There's a, again, a ton of teams in the country that we'll have to have. I'm not trying to say anything bad about him. It's just when you look at, if I sort here and I'll just, I'll just give it to you like this. And this is, I'm not, I don't want to read numbers, but that's what I'm about mm-hmm. to do. Sorting by teams ranked According to sideline, the quarterbacks are 10, four, 23. That's Milrow. Mm-hmm. Nine twenty nine. That's McCord. Sixteen six seven eight eleven one. Mm. You got a lot of a lot of really good quarterbacks up there leading their teams. Yep. Naturally, McCord's got the, all the pieces around him, right? Um, but just isn't quite. Uh, you know, if if he was playing better, I think you'd be talking about Ohio State being, uh, according to the model, you know, in that top that top group with. Um, Michigan, really Michigan, mainly is yeah. the, the one out there. Uh, Georgia taking a little bit of a step back in the projections because he's going to have a player-based model. You remove Brock Bowers, that hurts their projection a little bit because he's very, very good. And of course, Bowers now expected to miss. Yeah, uh, I don't know, month-ish at this point is what we're expecting. So, um, yeah, Penn State got some value here. Want to make sure it's clear. This is not to say that we're trying to disrespect Ohio State. I still got them fifth. Like I think that's pretty yeah. good. I think that win over Notre Dame was a very good win. I'm high on Notre Dame as well. Um, you know, so that was nothing to take yeah. away from that. And then that defense really showed up there. Um, it'll be a similar matchup because Penn State, I think, profiles pretty similar to Notre Dame. You know, uh, the difference is I think that Notre Dame's wide receivers just struggle to get open against good defenses. And Penn State, I think, is a little more balanced, a little better of an offense than Notre mm-hmm. Dame, but still brings a really good defense. That might be just enough to flip this, even though the game location is flipped from where that one was. But hopefully it's just as good of a game. I'm looking forward to hopefully an entertaining noon game, yeah. which takes us to our last of our free picks. Again, remember, if you want the other ones to stick around after the music, make sure you're with us on Dub Club, otherwise Memphis and UAB. Cousin Jared, uh, you have picked games involving Memphis Mm-hmm. A lot for someone who claims to not want any part of Memphis. Um, I, I don't know if I've ever said I don't want any part of Memphis. It's just like I kind of know how it's going to play out when I make the pick. So, like, <laughs> you know, take that for and a while. You claim, you claim the answer is bad, <laughs> that it's going to work out bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought that over against Tulane was uh, going to mm. be easy. And, and mm. yeah, here, here we are with, with a loser. Um, mm. But, yeah, mm. I, I <laughs> let's back Memphis again. That's magnificent. Minus yeah. 220 B grade pick model says they win this 75% of the time. This is a pick. Uh, Memphis is a very solid team. And uh, the I think you saw it against Tulane. That was a good football game. I enjoyed watching it. And you saw mm-hmm. at times why both of those teams are good. Both those teams are very good teams. And, and that yep. was an enjoyable game. And, and, and UAB is not on that level. Nope. And that's the bottom line. As long as there's no hangover effect, uh, this should be a whole lot easier of competition uh, yeah, rel- relative to what Memphis faced last week, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm trying to think of the right analogy for uh, UAB. I'm having a hard time coming up with it. But like, they're always on the verge of being out of control. And it's like they they play. It's like it's no, they're the, they're the pitcher that's uh, effectively wild, right? <laughs> they oh. like they don't know where the ball's going, and it kind of works out for them. Oh yeah, the guy that was traded from the Astros to the Phillies, uh, who can't throw a strike. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. Giles? Yeah. No. No. Uh, Way before Lidge. that. No. Lidge? No. Uh, no. 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 Yeah, I don't know. Sir, V. There's a V in there. Velasquez. Velasquez. Yes. 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 Vince uh, Velasquez. Why are all the, 
there were a lot of Astros and Phillies pitchers together, which is yeah, weird because yeah. I'm wearing my Phillies jersey to remind people baseball season is still happening and, and, yeah. I, and the Phillies were good to, good to me. Yes, yes. So now that only two people know what we're talking about, uh, yeah. UAB is the Vince Velasquez of, of college football. It's a um, pained analogy, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you look at what UAB has has done this season, you've got moments. It's very head-scratching. Like, yes, so they put up 21, uh, 21 against Georgia. Uh, they they only lost by 12 to Tulane, which is a lot better than a lot of American teams are oh, going on to the road. Do. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot better than a lot of American. And they teams. were up. They were like up at the half by like double digits, I think. Even. Yeah, yeah. They, it, but then you have other games where it's like they lose to Louisiana by twenty at home. At home, uh, they they shootout should be their specialty, but they get outshot by Georgia Southern. So it's just like their their defense just seems to be non-existent mm-hmm. at, at times is what it comes down to. And they play so, so, so fast. I I, I want to make sure that I bring it up here so I I, I don't lie. Uh, but UAB's pace is, okay, it's only 108. That's actually lower than I thought it was. But they play fairly fast. And I guess where I'm going with this is I have seen enough UAB 40, to say – 42nd fastest in the country. I have seen enough of UAB to say that you might get good UAB – but more times than not, you've gotten, and I don't even necessarily want to say bad UAB, but just like reckless. out of control, right? Yeah, yeah, reckless UAB. And this is going to come back to bite me by saying this, but I don't, even though I may not have won a majority of plays on Memphis this season, whether it be a total or whatever, I like what I've seen. I, I like what I've seen from Memphis this season yeah, more than any Memphis team, maybe since the one that went to the Cotton Bowl whenever that was, 2016, 2017, uh, whenever. Um, They're solid. They played Missouri close. They played Tulane close. This isn't like – the problem before is they were playing some bad American teams and playing close games, and you were like, okay, they shouldn't be doing this against East Carolina or whoever. They they had a little Cincinnati in them. They were the four-man Cincinnati in that they just – they constantly were in close games that they shouldn't have been that made you question what's going on. And they played really well, and you just didn't know what you were going to get from – the yep. previous Memphis teams. And I agree. They, they look, they look better now. Yep. Now. Yep. And so at least this season, you know, they, they beat Boise, which, you know, that's a whole nother thing, but Boise. yeah, play, play close with Missouri, play close with um, Tulane, uh, blue, blew out Arkansas state, which is, which is what you should do. That that's a game where in previous years, they would have, that would have been a close game for absolutely no reason. Um, so anyway, I, I just feel like and, on, and on the road, which which is good that they went on the road and they took care of business against a weaker team, which is exactly yep. what's happening here. Yep, yep. So um, I, I I just think that this is uh, Memphis is the better team. I trust Memphis. I God, I can't believe I'm saying that. I trust Memphis <laughs> a lot more than I trust UAB. I I think uh, the only concern you have on this one has to be the Memphis showing against Navy. That was on a short week against triple option. I'm willing to give them a pass on that game because of those factors. And that's mm-hmm. that's my my one-time pass for them, right? If they do the same thing here, now we've got a problem, right? But that at right. least has a good excuse behind it. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that you said they took care of business at Arkansas State means a lot, I think. Um, the three teams they played were yep. really good. I'm with you. I think this Memphis team is very solid. Um, how you play against the weaker teams matters. And in previous years, they played poorly against them and that Mm -hmm. that mattered uab i think you're dead on with them you don't really know what you're going to get uh i think louisiana is solid but to lose by 20 at home to them is questionable um there's nothing wrong with losing by 14 at georgia southern there's nothing wrong with losing at 21 to utsa um you know they they took care of business against south florida a couple weeks ago They, they played well against tulane 
I just don't know what I'm getting with UAB. And here's what yeah. I will say is I think if we get bad, if we get bad UAB, Memphis is going to win this game by 20. Yeah. If, if we get good UAB, it feels like the narrative we're going to say after this is Memphis is going to win by three, four, seven, or 10. Yep. And we're going to say, Hey, UAB hung in there with a pretty good team. Just yep. like we said about them and half their other games. Right. Yeah. Um, and then what we might say on Memphis is like, oh, Memphis like went on the road and took care of business. Like that just seems like a perfectly like that seems like other than like UAB great showing Memphis terrible showing, which you never know what will happen, in, in, especially with nineteen year old kids. But yeah. other than that kind of extreme scenario, that seems like about the ceiling for UAB. That's why we like the money line here. It's yeah. a little bit steeper odds, uh, but hey, we're gonna give you dogs. We're gonna give you favorites. The benefit of the money lines is we're always comparing it to probabilities, and by grouping all of these games with similar probabilities, we can show. Profit. I haven't put that together for college football yet. We require a little bit more of a sample size to do so, but I did for college basketball where we can say, hey, as long as we take the teams that are between minus 250 and minus 300 and we're winning at a high enough percent, we're good. And then 250 to 200 and 200 to 150, et cetera. As long as we group them in those buckets, as long as each bucket is winning at a high enough clip, we know we're going to lose some of the minus 220 picks, but as long as we're winning you know, enough yeah, to profit there. We're good. And that's kind of here. Another one of these in that bucket. That's pretty good value to take at yeah. this price. Wouldn't take it at minus 300, but minus 220 is decent, decent price. Yeah. I mean, some of us may have lost, I don't know, like a minus 400 play last week and a minus 70 play all within like 24 hours of each other and still came out with an insanely high ROI. But you know, that's just hypothetical. Hypothetical. No one, no one. Is yeah. here. No one knows. There's no way to verify yeah. this. Yes. Um, all right. Well, that is your recap of the four free games. Again, join us on Dub Club. Link in the show description. Um, we're getting close to like the halfway point. We're at the halfway point, College Football. Mm. Uh, Cousin Jared, what do you say? Maybe, maybe, maybe this week I'll drop a link in the show description for people to get a little bit of a discount for people who want wrestling football. You think that seems like a like a nice idea for people? I think that's a nice idea for people. Uh, also, over on uh, the Discord, you updated them on our season-long bets, which so mm -hmm. far so good on, mm -hmm. on some of the season-long bets that we had for college football. And I know that we have a very niche audience here, and you're looking for your Mountain West game. And again, join us on Doug Club if you're not, because we're talking about a Mountain West game in the, the second half of the student show here. So I know you come here for that Mountain West content. Don't worry. We're going to give it to you if you're with us on Doug Club. All right. So again, sign up in the show description this week, all week, the link We'll give you a little bit of a discount if you're looking to get in for the rest of the football season. It's been good to us so far. I expect it to be good to us going forward. Hopefully you're with us and you'll see us on the other side of the music. <laughs>